Hello, my friends, Elmer Fudd here. So, this episode you're about to listen to, if you survive all of it, was recorded whilst I was in a hotel room. Uh, last time I did this was recording with my daughter, and we did some settings to make that work, just me and her, and I forgot to revert some of those settings. So, in this recording, there is a double audio of me. Ha 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 ha! So if you can survive listening to two of me the entire time, it is a good episode. And we had some really good talks and said nice things to each other, which is really weird. Me and Russell. So, yeah, if you survive this, let me know. But just a heads up at the beginning that if that's not what you're into is double me, <laughs> double M, double D, whoa. Then, uh, you know, maybe skip this one. I love you. Cherish your hearts. And you're gorgeous, damn it. <coughs> I look around, but it's you I can't replace. I feel so cold, and I long for your embrace. I keep crying, baby, baby, please. If this isn't how you sing your shirts, then you clearly have never had a hurt shirt from heshirtsheshirt.com. And how dare you not invest in literally the most comfortable shirt ever. My God, you might as well drink some whiskey and hit Alt and F4 right now. Not having a shirt from heshirtsheshirt.com in your closet is like thinking Taylor Swift has had a top 10 song in each of the last four decades. <laughs> it's just silly, I say. So remember, run over to heshirtsheshirt.com, Kevin Conroy, in a random porta potty and order a shirt for yourself using the code JSGCast, dot, uh, JSGCast to save 10%. And you too can pretend to sing beautiful melodies like the police while your significant other shakes their head in shame. And now, please enjoy this episode of Just Some Guardians. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's, it's always, always fun because Laz, you know, used a lot of inside jokes from our previous episodes, right? Yeah. When he, he makes his reads, but he was there for the, for the previous, previous episode. episode. So, so it was just like, like it, was it was so easy for him. Yeah, well, I mean, you get, you get all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks. That's, That's true. true. Recorded. So I was like, wait, what? the last show was 100. We are now at officially, we have broken three digits. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did that last time, but now we are all over, over the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, Everyone welcome, welcome to episode, episode 101. Of we could have a movie about da- Dalmatians. Dal- Dal- murdering Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Yeah. 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 You, know, you know, I don't actually see that read ever. ever. I'm not, not going to lie to you. I have seen one Dalmatian. Really? One live Dalmatian, I think, in my entire life. Maybe. I swear I, swear I haven't seen, seen a live Dalmatian. Dalmatian. Oh, I, I haven't seen, seen a dead, dead one either. either. I'm off the other two. But, but I have, have seen a Dalmatian with my own eyes in easily 15 years. Honestly, I've never, never seen anyone, anyone with one. one. Well, I think they're very expensive. And from what I understand, they also have a lot of um, genetic issues. Yeah, yeah that makes like, sense. I think... One of our neighbors, they had a Dalmatian, and she had like apparently something that was pretty common that was like a heart defect. So they're they're expensive to take care of. They're not small dogs. That's, That's true. true. And, and I've, I've heard, heard they're, they're not, not very, very intelligent, intelligent at, at all. all. Yeah, I I hear they're very protective. Like they can yeah. be very mean if if you're not careful with them. So, so basically, basically, just Disney lied to us, us again, again in, in every, every way. way. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, and I, I, the one thing that they didn't lie about, I think they do really well in like pairs. So, mm-hmm. like, if you have one, 
Like if then then you really want another one. And that could be another thing too. Plus, I mean, they're not much smaller than Great Danes. No, they are massive dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. But it's, but it's just, just, I, I hadn't thought, thought about it, it so you brought, brought up 101 Dalmatians, Dalmatians that I have not seen. One. And it's, it's yeah, like, Colorado is legitimately, I think, the pet capital of the United States. States. I, think I think per, I don't know, per capita or per person, really? there's, there's more pets in Colorado than any other state in the country. Huh. And, and so, so to have that and still not see a Dalmatian anywhere is really weird. Well, and I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, how many purebred dogs do you see? Well, well none, because I don't think that, that even exists, exists anymore. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like golden, like oh, a yeah, golden yeah. retriever, or yeah, like a, a yellow lab. Yeah. yeah, that's that's all they are. That's true. Because I feel like unless you're a breeder, and most people are like, yeah, I want a dog, but I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a dog. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like. I think I think golden retrievers are probably the only, uh, the most common. Like if you're gonna get a yellow lab, because mm. again in Colorado a lot of people use their dogs for hunting. So oh, labs, yeah, yeah, a lot, like of, that, lot, lot of labs, a lot, 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 lot of pointers. pointers. Um, and, and then strangely, strangely enough, it's, it's, it's weird. weird. A lot, a lot of people, people have huskies, and it's, it's still, still a very, very warm, warm climate, climate to have a husky. husky. Yeah, but, but a well, lot and they're not very good at hunting or anything. No, no, no. but, but they're, I mean, I get it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful breed, and they're, they're really, really good with other dogs normally and kids and family. And family. And they're, they're a great, great breed. breed. Well, they're a great breed if you can take them out and exercise them because they're yeah. super high energy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no you you do, there's, there's been a, a, I delivered to a few apartment complexes that people had there, and I'm like, you have a husky in your apartment? You have a one-bedroom apartment with a husky? They're big. They're, they're big. big. I, I mean, they're 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 big dogs. Like our dog. There he is. Let me Let see. see. Tell, yeah, I, I always, always love. love. Hey, hey you. Cal. Hey you. Cal. Cal. I can't hear me. Cal. 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 Okay. That's. Oh, nope, we're, we're going the other way now. now. Roger, Roger. There, there we, we are. are. Hey, hey you. you. Oh, and this, this isn't, isn't the live show this week. This, this is just, just for, for me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, so I guess, I guess from, from the top, top you should mention, uh, yeah, yeah, this isn't a live show, which is going to twist on TV slash Justin Guardians. Me and my family are on vacation again, if we recall. Uh, a few weeks ago, when I, I, had I had my daughter, daughter on the show. 98, 97? 97, I think, like that. And then I think on 98, we talked about how, surprise, the zoo here, you can't just... Yeah, walk up, get a ticket, go in. You have to buy the five weeks in advance or something ridiculous like that. And so, so we had to go and buy those tickets. So now we're at the, you know, the five weeks pass. So we're here to do the the old zoo tomorrow. So I'm back in hotel room on a weird little setup. It's just me and Russ all comfy cozy together. Which I'm super excited for our show, and when when we get to talk about this because. Because I'll be in, I'll I'll be helping mom move next week. That's, That's right. right. Um, so I will not be here if we do a show next week. I won't be here. That's true. Um, but I'm super excited to hear about the zoo because it sounds really cool. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait, wait a week then, then so, I so I can tell, tell you about, about the zoo. Okay, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And it, and if Nick ever wakes up, then uh, we can do the show with him next. No, week. I, I, I think, think he'll just be asleep, asleep until, until we, you know, stop, stop recording, recording again. again. <laughs> 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 I'm just. 
man. It's, it's late for I like it. It's, it's super super it is. Warm. It is. Yeah. I mean, like, it starts at 11.30. That's a rough... Like, I was having a rough time with 10.30 tonight, where I was like... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, like, like, it, it makes it easier because we're Friday, Friday nights now, now instead of still having another work day, day but... That's, that's, that's right. We used yeah. to do it on what? Thursday, Thursday nights? nights yeah. yeah. Wow. That was real dumb. It was. Why did it, it, was like like that? it was the, the only, only night, night that worked for us at the time. time. Right. I can't remember why, but and now, now it works, works just fine. fine. So, so, yeah. I'm well, happy I, I hardly ever had business stuff on Friday nights. I think, I think that's, that's why we switched. Because you kept having, you were having to work like every Thursday night. Well, we usually have meetings Thursday night. Yeah. Every other week we have a meeting on Thursday night, so I would have had to have dipped out early. Friday works better because I can usually, and then we don't have work. Yeah. Most of the time. I You still work on Saturday sometimes, which sucks, but. Yeah, yeah whatever. whatever. I've, I've never, never sleep sleep hated myself, myself anyway, anyway, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> are, you, are you getting good, to, like, are you going to sleep well tonight? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Do you sleep well in hotels? I do. I do, I do, I do sleep, sleep really well. well because, because when, when I'm, I'm in a hotel, hotel usually, that means, means there's not a lot of. Uh, responsibility. responsibility. Sometimes, Sometimes you, know, you know, when you're, you're an, an adult or a parent, parent on vacation, it's more responsibility than when you're at home because you have so much planned. But luckily, luckily like, we, we only have, have we don't, don't have to be to the zoo till like 11 o'clock. And that's, that's literally the only thing we have planned this trip. So, so it's like, yeah. whatever, I'll wake, wake up at some point, we'll eat some breakfast, the zoo's 10 minutes away, like, whatever. Oh, it's only 10 minutes away. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so, so close. close. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Lindsay and I, I, did I tell you Lindsay and I went to the zoo here? No. A while ago? Yeah. yeah was, no, zoo Lindsay there. and I went. Um, I mean, it's okay. They don't have as many monkeys as I would like. Like, that's one of my favorite things. Like, like, are like big, big monkeys or the little monkeys? They have some capuchin monkeys and they have some other monkeys but they don't have like any chimpanzees they don't have oh, any yeah, orangutans yeah. um i don't think they have like a gorilla or anything like that like but the orangutans are my favorite oh, oh yeah. yeah gorgeous love orangutans and chimpanzees just because they're usually pretty interactive mm-hmm. um they do have a lot of the smaller monkeys they did have emperor monkeys i want to say but i don't think that's actually what they're called they have like this they have like the crazy eyebrows oh and, and then they have like, like a, a mane almost yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah um and they were actually feeding them while we were walking through because they have like this whole the uh, the zoo here is very like african animals like they have a whole big african section yeah, yeah. um so they have like rhinos and hippos and crocodiles and and all that kind of stuff. The rhinos are pretty cool because you have like this pavilion that you kind of come up and then look down on them. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Um, which I think it, it seems like because that that's kind of what they do at like yeah, at, at, the, at the zoo you're going to. We're going to yeah, yeah, where everything you're, you're above, above everything, everything instead of it like the Denver, Denver Zoo, which is cool because it's huge. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot of animals there, there. but, but you're, there's, there's a lot of times you can't really tell anything's happening because you're flat parallel with everything. Right, and they usually they usually have so much foliage and oh, oh, yeah. foliage. Foliage, foliage. I guess I should, yes. Yes. foliage. Foliage. Um, oh yeah, that you can't. I th- I th- and I think because from what I could see, like the it, it almost seems like that's the new thing to do. Yeah. It's like to have you up above the animals because it seems like it might be more comfortable for the animals too. I think, I think so. so yeah, because yeah. they're, they're you know a lot of. of 
um, you know, because I'm such you know, an that's what Lindsay and I were talking about because I was curious like if anybody that listens to this show happens to have a degree in zoology and they know it's not zoology it's an anemonology an anemonology then yeah I would love I would love to know because I love knowing stuff like that oh yeah absolutely well, right. well huh. we haven't even done our introductions yet. Yeah, you, you know, know it's, you know, we're, we're, we're in the, the triple, triple digits, digits now, you know, I, I feel, feel like we're, we're too, too veteran to, need to do introductions at <laughs> this point, right? Everybody should know who we are. Yeah, we're, we're such, such a big deal, we've recorded for so long, long you know. But we have, you know, you say that, but we have been recording for a very long time. Yeah. Like, since mid-2017. Yeah. yeah, or late, late 2017, 2017, I guess. I can never remember. Something, Something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, we, we, have, we have, have been, been, you know, even though we didn't, didn't record, record, we've been around, around you know, a long yeah. time. That's true. I mean, we took like a year break, but we have, I mean, probably what, two years? I mean, we started re-recording in January of this year. It's been almost been six three, months. Yeah, yeah we've, we've been, been around. around. Yeah, we've, we've been, been like around three years. Yeah. 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 Especially in this sphere where stuff stops and never comes back so often you know, right podcasting or you know the gaming area in general so much stuff just you get hyped up for it it's there and then it's gone it happens we just so have, often we have too much fun talking to each other that is I think, true I, I i think i think that's the biggest thing like we we enjoy doing this and honestly it gives us an excuse to be able to just chat oh yeah, well, well that's, that's what we were packing for you know we we're packing today, today. And, and I'm like, oh, don't, don't really forget, forget my microphone and everything. And then Lisa's was like, oh, you guys are doing the podcast? I'm like, yeah, I've got, got to talk to Russ. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it is. It's how, it's how we catch up on each other's lives. Yeah. And we're like, what's been going on with you? Let's talk about games because we have such similar interests. But we, it, it gives us the excuse to schedule time to be like, okay, here. We are going to talk here. Yeah. This is when we have all of our time to be able to talk because it's set aside. Our wives know that we are not to be disturbed at this time. Mm-hmm. It's, they never well, listen. But Even you if know, you, like, like people, people out there listening, listening like, like, even if you don't record a podcast or something, like, like texting your friends back and forth throughout the week is nice, but, like, like just set up a time to sit down like this, one-on-one video, video chatting for an hour to just catch up on a week is so big. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, so much, much better than, like, just a little, hey, what are you up to today, text, you know? Like, and you, you can't, can't get everything you want out through a text, because that's a lot of work, and no one has time for a phone call. So you, you got to schedule, schedule it, you know? I hardly have time for a text. Yeah, like, no, no true. To be honest with no, you. No, absolutely. So I, I received a new, like, I, I work pretty closely with our church, and I received a new calling recently where I'm in charge of the classes that we do every Sunday. And one of the one of the guys that's like my um he he helps me. Mm-hmm. He texted me today and was like, Hey and then so he texted me, he called me, 
He sent me an email, and then apparently he called Lindsay and left a voicemail with her too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was boy, just like, damn. "Well, it's the first time because I just I just started doing this, and so it's yeah. like the first time that he's had to reach out to me." But I was like, "Hey, give me give me a minute because the the first hour of my day is usually I've it's maintenance of because I get up at seven, I start work at seven, and then I'm done at four. And the first hour is usually check emails, go in, clear out um, like stuff that didn't get matched to an order in one of the EMRs, and then and then I go through and like start my tickets. Yeah, and it's usually calling people back and stuff like that. Um, and so I was like, just just give me a minute. And he was like, oh okay, yeah. But it was just super funny because he like threw out all this stuff, but I yeah. don't have time. Like it's not like. Because I saw that he had called, and I was like, I don't have time to talk right now, and and it, and it's like that. I mean, as much as I would love to with my friends, like I don't like I go from seven till about ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night most days, and then and then I go to bed and I do it all over again the next day. Oh, oh yeah, no, no for, for sure. sure. Well, well, I mean, I mean that, that is, is kind of smart. smart like if you're working, working with someone, someone for the first time, time to, to just blast, blast like that because it's kind of like. like you blast, you blast them in whichever way they respond first. You go, okay, that's just how I reach out to them from now on. Well, and that was that was his thing. He was like, "How do you? How would you prefer me to reach out to you?" And I was yeah, like, you can if you if you shoot me a quick text, I'll usually be able to reply and let you know. Either I'll give you a call back or I'll text you and be like, "Hey, I'll give you a call back here in a minute." Yeah. yeah. Well, let me know if I'm alone in this. Like, like it's weird how we've advanced advanced, advanced technology. technology. I, feel I feel like, like oh, my son's walking up. He's doing all. Hi, buddy. <laughs> but um like i feel like like, like texting is feels barbaric you know what i mean like it's it's old news i feel like text texting takes so long to send and receive and like you send a picture it takes forever i'm so used to like facebook messenger or discord dming someone because everything oh, sends sure. immediately you know and then it doesn't cost anything so it's like if you text me it'll take me forever to respond because i'm like Oh, a text. Okay, Whoa. that's good to know. <laughs> that's good to well, know. Well, I mean, I, I respond, respond to you immediately because I see your name and I get excited and fluttery. But, you, <laughs> you know, usually if I get – people that I'm talking to every day are usually like Facebook message or like a DM in Discord or, you know, Twitter DM or something like that. And if I see a text and it's not like – it doesn't say Rusty Poo, that's what your phone has. <laughs> you know, yeah, it you're, up, you're in there as Bredicus. That's so, so awesome. But if it, it doesn't pop up that or like, you know, you know Nick's name or something, I'm like, I'll read whatever that is later. And then I usually forget, you know. But yeah, yeah it's, it's weird how we've just advanced so fast that I'm like, I don't know, texting feels old news and gross now. You know, and, and, and you mention it, I do. I Facebook, like, I have a group of my friends that are here in San Antonio. They're the guys that I'm closest with. We get together regularly to play Magic or D&D. Mm -hmm. um, and we that's how we communicate. We communicate over Facebook Messenger. Well, a, a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, one of the guys doesn't have a smartphone. <laughs> and so if we tried to include him on a group message, his phone would explode. It's not so, so it's just the easiest way to get in touch with him. And it's it's funny. Like, that's how we, we communicate. And we, we talk with each other. You know, I, I mean, we have a running conversation. Gosh, we have had that running conversation for... Before Lindsay and I got married. Really? Five, 
five years five, five years, years. Yeah, yeah, sounds just right. the the one i i think it did split off because it used to be that one of our other friends who played D anD D with us, then he got kicked out of the D anD D. He he got kicked out because of things, and then um, so we started a new one because we didn't want him to feel bad when we were talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. yeah. And so, but that was originally what the group was started for was the Dungeons and Dragons group. And then it, but it's now it's just the way we communicate with each other Oh yeah. to be like, you know, Hey, you know, a friend of mine, like one of the friends, he, he just had his baby, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And, um, oh, no, Brett, I am breaking out. Okay. Um, <laughs> Because I was just scratching. I don't yeah. know. I can it, no, I, I can't, can't tell. tell but I, I can, can see, see your face, face kind of freak out, out there. Ugh, don't, don't die, die live. It's like popping up on my finger and then over here. Anyway. Um, so, like, so, so he sent the message, like, when he was first announcing the baby. And then, like, and then he, uh, and then, you know, when the baby was born, he updated us through that. And you're right. It's, it's very... I don't use Discord. There are way too many notifications um, for me to keep track of, but I'll log into it every couple of days or so and yeah, and take a look because uh, Anthony was actually getting on to me the other day because I wasn't <laughs> like because I was talking with him and then I went like I went away yeah. for a few hours until I checked back and he was like, "Oh, you're gone. Why are what what's going on?" And I'm like, "Oh." I have my notifications turned off so that I don't see anything that comes from disc. There was like 45 a day, man. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I've, you know, I turn all notifications off too just because I'm in such a habit of checking so often that I'm like, I don't need to be notified. I'll see it eventually, you know, just because I'm so active on there. But with the, I had a Facebook Messenger group with a big group of guys. We talked all the time. It just got really, one, Facebook is just awful. And, you know, know, and then trying trying to find something we've talked about in the past was so difficult to, like, scroll up through there. So they actually, like, half of them use Discord, half of them never heard of it. So they just started a Discord server of just our our group from Facebook. Right. So we could have, like, channels for different things. Because we talk about all sorts of things. Sure. So we can have channels specifically for certain things so we can, you know, prioritize where stuff goes. Right. And, and if you, you want, want to join a certain, certain conversation, you can go there. And then it's so easy to go find stuff. You know, it's, it's like, yeah, this is this is kind of the way to go. And, and actually, you know, Discord blew up a ton this last year during COVID and everything. Oh, you know? oh heck yeah. They, uh, I think it was two days ago, they, like, completely revamped Discord. Well, not, I guess, not completely. Slightly changed it because they were talking about how, you know, it's not a platform just for gamers anymore. So many people use it for that exact reason, you know. Just, just having the group, group chat together or planning stuff. And a lot of businesses are using it now to, like, keep stuff in order. And so, yeah, they've, they've revamped a few things and, like, the logo and some of the colors in it so it's not so dark and seems more friendly. And... Yeah, it, it went from more of, like, a winter's tone. Like, I noticed yeah. that today. I was like, that blue is just slightly different. Just slightly, yeah. yeah. Like, like, they, they just, just they slightly, like, some of the font is just different and their logo is, is a, a little, little different, different now too, and it's like they, they, they did that just to be a little, little more techy and less gamey, which, which I'm like, that's right. smart. That's, that's really smart. Well, it, it's become a place for communities. Yeah, you know? and, and I mean, it, it. I don't. It. It. it 
Um, the channel, the channel aspect is such a good idea and it's not even something that I'd really thought of until you brought it up. But yeah, I mean, if, because I do, I prioritize, I usually, when I'm on JSD, I'm usually looking at the D and D channel. Oh yeah. Um, and that's all you want to see, but it's right. Yeah. Or, or drawings or things like that. And then, you know, and then now I'm, I only have four channels, which I know isn't a lot compared to a lot of other people. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I don't I've checked so, so many of them, but I feel like, you know, there's so many of you joining, like, I feel like they would know if I left and I feel bad. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. so many. But I do actually... I actually, I went through, through the other day, and I was, like, looking at how many I actually, like, posted in the last week, and I'm like, all right, I'm actually pretty active in almost all of them, so I'm feeling okay about that. Well, you're a lot better than I am. I, 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 I like, once a week. Nothing except for, that. except for my local game shop, I'm never active in that one. Welcome to the recording that podcast you're on. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Say hi, podcast world. Are you sleepy? Okay. She's like, okay, goodbye. She's like, Dad, don't touch me. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you. She, she looks so tired. tired. Are you tired? Yeah. All right, do you close the door? Nah, she's just gonna free ball. No. You know, she's just. She's that's a power play. She just looks me direct eye contact with, and just kept the door open. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have what I do to lay down here a second. Yeah. To really let her know who's boss. That's what so. I said to my son earlier. Oh, I'm sure that's, that's my sounding. But um, I'm going to hotel. I can't hear everybody. it, actually. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah. But so I was seeing if you texted me, you know, before we started the show. And my son was using the phone. And he's like, I want the phone back. And I just sat here with my drink just dead-eyeing him in the face. Holding the phone in the other hand. Just, <laughs> just staring down. I, I feel like I, I, I've got to I've got to work on that because I feel like it's a necessary skill for a parent to yeah. have. And Lindsay's pregnant again, so you know this this should be our first. And Woo! Woo! you know, so I've I've got to get the dad stare down. I think. You, do you want to practice it? Okay. Okay. Right, right, I right, mean, right. this is, it's not a live show, so I feel bad. Right, but it's just for me. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I don't want to go to bed. No, see, you look like you're trying to turn me on, and that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the wrong stare, Russ. Uh, okay. I, I got to work on it. Okay. It, it, it. Maybe maybe if I furrow my brows. Oh, I got to fold my arms. Yeah, the, the, the arms are big. Um, you look like you're doing your senior portrait. Okay. We're, we're, we're getting, getting there. The, the arms, arms was a good choice. choice. Yeah. All right. Do you know the look Daddy gives you when you're being trouble? Do you know I stare you down? Do you know that look I give you? Yeah. Have you ever tried to do it yourself? No. Do you want to try real quick? Yeah. <laughs> All I saw was her go and then slide out of the street. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> you had it for a second. Dude, See, I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. All right. All right here, here we go. go. Here we go. Oh, that's, that's good. good. That's good. 
that's really how see but the thing it comes natural i never practice it and it's like the first time you have to use it it just happens mm-hmm. you know and it felt like it helps that like you know people like me and you who were rambunctious youths receive that face from different people in our life a lot you know like that so, one time we were in Walmart and playing volleyball with the, the things over the frozen food aisle? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like that. that. Yeah, that, that one guy came over to kick us out, and I, we got the dad look. Well, and then remember there was the lady that we knew who was like, I know these kids. They would never do anything like that. Yeah, you're right. We do. We can so lead into that. She's right. We wouldn't. How dare you, sir? Try to say us, innocent youth. We were the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. We got a lot. We got away with a lot more than we probably should have. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But, but hey, after uh, Vincent Russell. Yes. Uh, venerable, the venerable Elmer Fudd. Is there like besides all we've been talking about, right? Right. Like, yeah. is, is there anything like new and exciting you really wanted to bring up tonight? I. I well, I know there's something new and exciting you wanted to bring up, but yeah, I will take yeah, the segue. Stuff, but, but yeah, go for it. Um, so uh, today, it was today, right? Uh, today's the 14th. Today's the 14th. 14th. Uh, so the legendary edition of Mass Effect. <laughs> brought today. Yes. And I, I'll be honest with you. I, I think I had Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. Could not get into it. Couldn't figure it out. It was really frustrating because, like, I wanted to be able to use a shotgun, but I think I was playing as a vanguard, but you couldn't use yeah. use a shotgun or something, or you had to unlock the ability to use a shotgun. I can't remember. And that's I just remember it being anymore. really frustrating. It's not. And and two, like, I didn't realize it. I was actually watching a video today of like ten biggest changes, and that HUD that they had. In the original oh, in the, one. In in the, the bottom, bottom left corner? corner? Oh, that was In terrible. the bottom left corner, they told you nothing about where your shield was at. No. Very little information about even your health. And it was just, it was awful. Yeah. It was real bad. It was bad. Um, so, so that dropped. And I have, I've always wanted, because I've heard, you know, there are a lot of people that have a lot of love. For Mass Effect. That's, dude, Mass Effect is my religion. I live, I, I, breathe, poop, and make love to Mass Effect. There are quite a few people that I know specifically are very into that kind of thing. And, 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 and so I was always like, you know, I mean, it looks interesting, but I just, I don't know. Like, I, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't yeah. get into the first one. Also, the loading screens... That they disguised as elevators, and then trying to find. Okay, they're okay. Uh, sorry, I'm going to complain a little bit. Yeah, because no, even to, even today, when I was trying to play the first Mass Effect, which really, I mean, let's be honest, it was really for the first time because now I understand it. I understand some of the controls. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Trying to find your way around the freaking cit- Citadel. Oh yeah, Citadel Mass, Mass Effect One is terrible. Might as well just shoot me in the head. Like, I hate that place. <laughs> because it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, go here. And you're like, where the F is that? And mm-hmm. you're like, where, where is it? What, what floor is it on? There are three different floors. Okay. So is it in the wards? Is it in the blah, 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 blah? Or is it in the tower? And yeah. you're like, except nothing's in the tower except the tower. 
And so I had the hardest time finding the, the, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Uh, sec. Oh, sec. Yeah. yeah. The C Academy. I was like, cause I'm trying to get Rex. Cause mm. I remember Rex and I was like, Oh, he's super cool. And I oh wanted to be my tank. And so I'm like, I gotta get Rex. And just, I was like, I can't find the CSEC until I finally, they do, I don't know if they had these in the original, but at least in this one, they have like signs on the wall that if you look at it, it'll be like, oh yeah, CSEC this way. Yeah, they have that. that. But the the thing thing is, is, it's like the Presidium, which which is like the main area, is huge and there's nothing in between. It was like, they did a good job of making it feel huge, which I dug. But right. after you played it a few times and you're running around through there, you're like, really, this is just annoying how big... It's a lot of empty space. And they have a lot the, of empty space. You know, they have the, uh, the fast travel areas. You know what I mean? I love you. You know, they have the fast travels and stuff, but, like, it's still a lot of just running through pearl-white areas. <laughs> and, and, and a garden. Like, you're just running around a garden... And then some people will talk to you. Some people won't. There, there's a lot. I, I, I do like. I appreciate the amount of lore. Yeah, the, the world, world building's there, there for sure. Like the people that you talk to, like you'll spend like twenty minutes. Like I feel like most of the game so far to me has been talking to people. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Which is cool. Some of it I'm like I don't care, um, but some of it is like. Okay, this is interesting. Like, I like finding out like about the Geth and and the different alien races. And then I was talking to Balan Vor, or, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 information merchant. And at a certain point, I was like, "Wow, he has a lot of information, which makes sense." But good grief, I don't need all this information. Mm-hmm. But the the changes that they've made. I, I've actually been very impressed. Um, and I not that I've played the original version recently or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm playing on PS5. Um, but it looks good. Because you, you, got got you got the 4K, 4K TV, TV and everything, right? Yeah. Which, Which is, is the main thing, thing they revamped it for, so you can play through in 4K. 4K yeah. yeah. And, and even, like, I was going, man, this is... I mean, this game is, what, 14, 15 years old at this yeah, point? Yeah, well, I think it came out in... 2006. So when we were in high school, yeah, and and the the it does a good job. Now, I mean, you can tell like the suits look really good. The faces are a little. <laughs> I mean, they're a little wonky. They look a little rubbery, but the facial expressions are actually really well done. The hair looks yeah. Well, the ridiculous. big thing they did is they brought in the. Uh... And it, you know, yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely can look a little wonky, but the big thing is they brought in like your shepherd, they brought in the modeling for Mass Effect 3, right? To Mass Effect 1 and 2, so your shepherd looks the same all the time. He going to bed, buddy? You gonna watch TV? Okay, have a hug. Thank you. Ah, I love you. I love you. I'll take it. Ah, that works for me. <laughs> That's 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 the little kid for I love you. Ah, it, it really is. No, no legit. legit. That's, that's all I get every, every day. day. I love, love you. Have a good day. day. Okay, okay, cool. Carry, Carry on, my favorite son. son. But um, what was, what was I, I saying? saying? 
You were talking about the modeling that they brought. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so, so a lot, lot of the models they brought from Mass Effect 3 so that everyone would look the same in every game. Right. Which, Which you, know, you know, when you put, put three onto one, like, that, that could definitely look a little funky. But yeah, from, from what, what I've seen, I've been able to play. It looks really good. It, it looks really good. I really do enjoy the facial yeah, expressions. She wants to say goodnight to you. Good night. Good night. Thank you, baby. Um, so cute. Yes, she goes, she goes, Daddy, yeah. can I tell your friend goodnight? Oh, of course you can. She's so sweet. I love she her. She's the best. Um, the, yeah, and, and the skeletons. Yeah. Like, the, the skeletal, like, you can tell. It, it kind of looks, did you ever have, like, the, um, like the WWE oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. action figures with like the rubber Yeah, that that's kind of what it looks like sometimes. the The way they can emote though, it's very well done. Like you yeah. can tell, oh, they're they're emoting in this way. They're emoting in this way. The one guy, Captain Anderson. Captain, Captain Anderson, Anderson. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he he is the only one that I look at and go, whoa. Who yeah, his eyes are like wide the whole time, time right? right? There, there was one scene where I'm talking to him. It's right after I got made a specter, and uh-huh. he's like, <laughs> and his eyes just—it looked like his eyes were just trying to bulge out of his head. Like at one point, he made like a face where he stretched his cheeks down, and his eyes got <laughs> super white. And I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> super creepy, man. Oh, man. Um, but they've they've changed the HUD too. So on the first Mass Effect. You know, it used to. We talked about this a little bit. It used mm-hmm. to be in the left-hand corner. You didn't have an indication of the shield. Now it has a much more um, enjoyable interface because it's like right in the middle, middle, right? It is, and it and it's and it's large. Like it takes up the whole bottom of the screen. It's not. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not obtrusive. Yeah. yeah. Um, intrusive. It's not intrusive uh, because because it's just like these thin little lines. Boop. You got the blue one to show you your shield, yeah. and then your health, and it's got a little picture icon, and then it has your two teammates, and it'll it'll show them. So you're much because compared with the way it was before, you're much. It's much easier to see and see it when you're in the middle of combat too. Yeah, like I, I I'm still trying to get used to keeping track of how where their health is. Because there were a couple of times on the first couple of missions where people just died, and I was like, "Oh, you're dead." Oh, oh. Um, and then they also pulled in. I believe this wasn't until Mass Effect Three, where you could command your party with the directional pad. That, that was, was uh, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect Two that brought that in, and that's so they huge. Yeah. Well, and I I'm still getting used to that mm-hmm. to be. You know which command is it to get them to go here? Which command direct? You know it, and then and then pulling up the radial wheel to do the different powers and things like that. Yeah, because yeah. I I went adept. Well, because yeah, because you want to have the all the, the all, all the abilities. Yeah, I want to be able to lift people up in the air and shunt them, and then warp and barrier and all that jazz, and and then so I've got Rex going the. Uh, close range melee to kind of take people you know get get in get in there oh yeah and then i've got garris as uh my kind of mid-range support character going with the tech and then i'm gonna try to get uh some uh 
uh, first aid stuff going there. That's, That's my, my dream team, team man. Shepard Garrus Rex. Rex. Every, I'm, I'm always like, like I'm going to bring other, other people in this playthrough. And then and I get to the end of the playthrough, I'm like, I just did Garrus Rex again, didn't I? Yep, I did. They're so cool. Like, I love Rex's interactions. He's 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 very cool garris is kind of you know he's kind of more in the back but i just love how rex is like yeah f these guys yeah <laughs> like, i don't have time, time to deal, deal with any of this the very first mission where he shoots the guy in the head after you're done and he was like i told you well, it's <laughs> like an interesting thing with rex is like it, it, it was such a good move having him be so broken that like, like when, when you, you actually end up in, you know, a little bit Mass Effect 1, but a ton in the second, and especially the third one, you run into a ton of Krogan. And having Rex around, the more time you spend with them, you just understand who they are. So right. when you actually get to those points in the game, they're like, all right, I know what I'm dealing with because of Rex. And it was brilliant. There is one thing that I really, really want. Like, if they ever do another Mass Effect or something like that, I want to be able to play as a Turian. Well, that, that was, um, if, if you played the multiplayer in Mass Effect 3, 3 when it launched, you could. Right. And, and it, it was so good. They excluded it from the... They, they did. did. Yeah. So it used to be that that was a thing where, because, again, I watched some videos to see what the differences were today. It used to be that the multiplayer was what they, it would use to... What it, galactic readiness is galactic greatness, greatness, yeah, yeah, which would help you in the final mission, basically, of Mass Effect 3. Right. Correct. So what they did with the Legendary Edition is, if you have played 1 and 2 before you play 3, then it uh, ups your galactic readiness. Instead of doing the multiplayer, they used 1 and 2 to, to be able to uh, push that further along. Correct. correct. And, and you, you can still, even if you just go straight to Mass Effect 3... 3 you, you can, can still get, get it up to 100%, but you have right. to do literally, literally every, every side mission, quest, dialogue, special mission, anything that you have. You, you, you have, have to 100% the game, basically, to get there. Right. Which, which is, yeah. It's, but yeah, yeah dude, Mass Effect 3, 3 when it launched, the, the multiplayer was a lot of fun, man. And I didn't it was, even know it had any multiplayer. Oh, oh God. It, it was so good. It, was just, uh, it looks like it was pretty cool. It was like, I can't remember if it was three or four people. I think it was just three three people. And, and there was, was like, like there was, you know, all the classes were there. You could play as almost every race. Um, and it was just a horde mode, basically, against different enemies on different maps. And, you know, the waves got harder and harder with bosses every few waves, you know. And you could you, you could buy upgrades to your weapons, your abilities. Just like how when you're playing Mass Effect, you level up. You know, bing, 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 you put points and stuff. You would level up every tier in between rounds and put money into, I want to level up my guns to be great or this ability or this ability, you know. And, oh, oh my god, god, it was so good, dude. Yeah. But, but it's not how people play it for them to have it there anymore, you know? Well, and I, I imagine it would... Because because it's very different to take a a single-player game and then remaster it. Yeah. I, I feel like if you were to do a multiplayer, you would basically have to redo everything from the ground up. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because you can't, I mean, yeah, I mean, like the collision and, and, and different things like that, but you would have to put it on servers, and I think it's just a bigger investment than, it's a bigger investment on development yeah. than remastering. 
well, that, that was, was the thing single like, because they, they had, had to do so much work in Mass Effect 1. Like, like when you're trying, trying to bring a game from 2007 to a modern audience, there's a lot of money and time that needs to go into that. So, so you, know, you know, all the work I did on Mass Effect 1, I think, is part of why I didn't get that. Which, which I'm okay. Like, like, I had the multiplayer time. It was super fun, but I know it wouldn't hold people like it did, you know. In yeah. 10, I mean, that, that was even 10 years ago, you know. Right. So. But. And, I, yeah. Yeah. And the the game, it really does, like, they did a really good job remastering it. Like, even, even like, you can, I mean, you can tell a little bit, it, but it doesn't. You can tell that it's an older game, but it doesn't feel like it's seventeen, you know, yeah. thirteen years old. Um, because I was playing it and I was like, "Man, this looks really good." Yeah, like it. It just it looks good. Now, I mean, you know, especially I've I've I mean I've I'm just now I've just now gotten to the point to where I'm a Spectre, so I'm getting ready to leave the Citadel. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. I hate the Citadel. Well, it's, it's great because when, when you, you have, have to go back to the Citadel, you only need to go back to like two places after that. So it's like you know exactly where you want to go. go. It's great. Well, and now that I, I, I think I, I might try to clear up the side quest, but I hate the Citadel so much at this point that mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't really want to. When, when you, you get, get, did you, you get, get that side quest to scan all the keepers, keepers from that one yes. guy? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that one's the one where you're like, like oh, God, Because you're walking into every nook and cranny trying, trying to find those things. I think I've only gotten like four yeah, ten like or something like that. 20 one of them or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think there's 20. But I was looking at it. It is worth it. Do that. It's worth it. Yeah. Absolutely worth it. I'll probably just look up where they're all at. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do that. For sure. And the mission, like, the... It feels good, like the cover mechanic. It took a little getting used to. Like I was like, "How do I go into cover?" And I was like, "Oh, you just keep walking into it mm-hmm. until it snaps into cover." Yeah, because we're so like, used oh, to having to push, push a button, button to get, you know, uh, Gears of War, the Division, yeah, all, all those kind of games have a button, button push. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it it feels good. I mean, like the 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 mechanics of it. I mean, feel relatively solid. Um. You know, I, I'm I'm still getting used to it. I'm still getting used to the commands for the teams and things like that. But I can already tell I'm having a lot more fun than I did. Yeah. yeah. The, first the first time that I well, well one because you, you never finished, finished it the first time. So like the, the fact, fact you're, you're going, going to now is huge. I didn't get very far. Yeah. yeah. Like I think I got to the Citadel and was like, "F this place." I don't know. I don't and know. that's honestly the thing I'm most excited for with this Legendary Edition. Is obviously I'm pumped to play through myself. We're, We're on vacation, vacation the weekend, weekend it launches. I'm so mad it launched on Tuesday because I was off. But um, so, so I'm not going to be able to play it till Sunday, which is fine. Sure. But, you know, I'm, I'm super excited, obviously, to go through this again and experience it. I heard someone say, it's, it's fun, fun to go back and play Mass Effect 1, and it looks the way you remember it when you play right. it. Yeah. Because that was the hardest part of going back to be like, I'm going to play through all Mass Effect games. And you got used to it when you first learned Mass Effect 1, you're like, oh, God. What a hot mess. <laughs> is this is really what, what it is, is, you know? So, and, and that's, that's cool. cool. But, but the thing I'm most excited for is like scrolling through my Twitter feed today. So many uh, friends and people that I follow that I've gotten close with who I didn't know and never played Mass Effect are like, I'm excited to get into this for the first time. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just a ton of people that are going to play it for the first time. And not just people that were around, you know, when it existed and just never got to it. Like, there's a whole other generation of gamers. Yeah. Since, since Mass Effect, Effect launched. I'm like, 
and, and, and they're all going to get into it. And, like, having a whole new generation of people experience Mass Effect and love it like I do, hopefully. Um, I mean, sci-fi is such a big thing still, so hopefully. But And then, honestly, one of the things I'm most excited for is all the new the new Mass Effect gifts we're going to have, or GIFs. Oh, sure. You know, sure. The, the memes that came out, so if you look at the history of memes, there's different styles for different generations of gamers, right? And I'm very excited to have more things to work with. Because you look at, like, you know, you go to Jiffy or whatever, and look at Mass Effect because you're so excited for stuff. And there's just a huge list of these things. But they're all very weird style because we had a bunch of bugs in the games. So they're all having to do with that. So I'm, just, I'm excited to have more silly Mass Effect content to look at because the fan base is really good with that. So I just this new, this new wave of players to talk to and experience the game with them. And then I just saw the new memes we're going to get. I'm so excited. I, I'm excited. I Because I've I've heard a lot about the world, I'm excited to be pissed off about the third ending. Um, I'm excited to... You know, I, I'm excited to experience this thing. That's one of the things that I, I, I really do enjoy doing, like, the pop culture references. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people, like, um, Buckaroo Bonsai. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, that that's a thing that I never watched. And so I'm like, you know, but people talk about it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see what the hype is about. Weird movie. Oh, yeah. weird, mm-hmm. weird movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Cool. You know, or uh, uh, things like Ghostbusters, you know, I mean, where I loved that movie, I grew up with that movie, and then introducing it to Lindsay for the first time. You know, these nostalgia things, and to to be able to understand what people are talking about, because Mass Effect, I I understand the buggy stuff, because Bioware always has buggy stuff. Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, um, But I, I haven't run, I don't think I've run into any bugs yet, which has been pretty decent. But um, I'm glad because they spent a lot, lot of money trying, trying to fix, fix all the books. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just excited to experience the story because, from what I understand of the story, it is a sweeping epic. Oh God! You know, mm. and it's it's been a while because I know I know Mass Effect is kind of an open world, but it's also like a very specific it's uh, a campaign story, like. It's, it's an, an open, open galaxy, galaxy that leads yeah. you to individual linear experiences. Yeah, I, I guess, guess is a good way yeah. to put it. And I'm excited for because I feel like it's been a while since we've had like a linear yeah. title. No, no, for sure, hundred percent, absolutely. They've kind of, they've kind of, you know, they're they're few and far between. I think the last one that we had was, or the last one that I really played was Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Well, well you look at, I mean, you, I mean, like, like the, the new Resident, Resident Evil game just launched. Like those are all always obviously. Very oh linear, yeah. Yeah. Know? But yeah. really, the the open world game like took the world by storm, and everyone because usually you made an open world game back in the day, and that was the big seller because it was so new. And now every game that launches is open world gameplay to the point where you're like, oh god, another open world game. You know, it's like give me one. I, I I think I think that they think that oh open world because then they say I, you know I just recently finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, did, did you, you finish, finish it? A hundred and sixty hours later. A hundred and sixty hours. I believe it. And they just released a DLC oh, that yeah. I haven't even touched yet. And I'm um, sure that's another sixty hours easily. Probably. I, 
it was a lot of fun. But my point is, is you know, as far as like the story elements go, they, they weren't super long. Most of it, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but most of it was going and collecting the different items, figuring out puzzles, things like that. I enjoyed that aspect of it. But the way... I think that they did it really well because you usually had the region and then once you cleared out the story because then it it encouraged you to progress the story, do some exploration. Progress the story, do some exploration. I like that they did that because by the time I finished collecting everything in a region, I was like, I need I need some more I story. Need to go so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bored. So bored. <laughs> and so it was usually... But, you know, that was usually about the time that I was like, okay, let's let's go and do the next story bit. Um, but, yeah, so I, 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 I am looking forward to something that is more narrative-driven. Yeah. The typical, because Mass Effect is very narrative-driven. Extremely. Is most of the Bioware stuff. Dragon oh, yeah. Age was that's very narrative-driven. Bioware is known for. Is right. epic stories and interesting characters. Definitely spend as much time as you can talking to everybody on your ship. Yeah. yeah. After every mission, go around and talk to everybody again. And and that's what I'm looking forward to because I've played the Dragon Age games because they're more they're more along my lines. Yeah. Yeah. I like fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you you Um, like sci-fi too, but fantasy is definitely your thing. Yeah. Yes. I I enjoy fantasy more. I feel like sometimes sci-fi can be a little Yeah. You know. Uh, it, it's a little overdone to me sometimes. Um, I, I'm much. I like fantasy a lot. Yeah, fantasy. fantasy oh, I, feel I feel like, like fantasy tropes can be interesting almost every time. Where sight, like if, if you're watching a fantasy movie and they have a lot of fantasy tropes, you're still like, man, that, that's fun. And if there's a sci-fi thing where it's all sci-fi tropes, you're like, oh, here we go. They can just get very. I feel like sci-fi in particular can sometimes get very preachy yeah humans are the worst and they've destroyed their everything we're yeah and and we need to be better to other you know i mean and and that's that's the wally the wally syndrome yeah Yeah. well Well, and that's that's what i like like with like you know star trek or mass effect it was just we have the technology we want to progress forward well yeah you're right a lot of sci-fi stuff is you know 200 years in the future the earth has been destroyed by our malcontent this garbage, garbage world, and we must move forward to survive. You know, and it's right. Yeah, yeah that's the thing I like about the Mass Effect is it's just we grew technology, technology that let us go further out, and we went further out, and finally discovered other life. And we're like, oh shit, we gotta learn how to live with these guys now, and that's that's the premise. Well, and it's an interesting like they 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 do like um, you know I like I like the political intrigue, you know, like Game oh, of yeah. Thrones and stuff like that, and and they've done a good job with that. So far, you know, where humans are kind of, you know, they're kept at an arm's distance by all the other yeah. races. And they're not really well liked, but they're striving to fit into this new broader galaxy, you know. And then and then you have like the ambassador who's kind of a prideful jack wagon. Um, which is, which, which makes, makes sense to be the human ambassador. Like, right. Because you've got, you know, humans are the new kids on the block, but we all know yeah. how humans are like. Right. Once we discover something exists, we want to be in the center of it. Right. And they do a really good job of showing that, like, there are alien races that would have that trait also, but a lot of them that wouldn't. Like the, uh, is it the I think the Elcor. 
Um, I don't know if you ran into that in diplomatic. They're, they're just like these huge, they almost look like elephants, but they like have tentacle face looking things. Huge dudes. But they don't show emotion in how they speak. And so they've had to like learn how to talk about what emotion they're feeling before they start to oh, sure. like yeah. excited. I am very glad to see you. Or, you know, very upset right now. Why have you done this? Because there's just no emotion there. And so it's really cool to like show how different alien races one exist in their own and then how they perceive humans being like Hey, we're here now. We want to be in it. Let's go. You know. Well, and they're they're unique. Look, they did a lot of, uh, from what I've seen, they did a lot of interesting things with the different types, and the different functions that they serve. Yeah. Like, like, and and they've done a good job of just doing that world building just in the first few hours. The Turian, and then they introduce, you know, the Turian. There was a war between the humans and the Turians at mm -hmm. some point. First and they war, really, yep. yeah, they really, they really kind of clash most of the time. Um, and then, you know, even, even some of the lore that I've heard about where like the Krogan are sterile or something like that. Mm -hmm. because, yeah. So I, and, and then you have these, uh, what's her name? T Tali. Tali. Tali yeah. yeah. Who they wear like this gas mask, and you can only faintly make out her features or the completely matriarchal um, race um, that does the thing. Um, oh, the, uh, sorry. The blue ones with yeah, the yeah, yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's it's all very cool. Like, it, and they're, they're each unique culturally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tali's talking about, you know, apparently they don't have a home planet, but they're just fleets of ships, the flotilla. Yeah, the flotilla, flotilla, yeah. That, that they, that their society is based around sending their young ones out to bring things back that improve the, the, the society as a whole, you know, because obviously they don't, I mean, like, they're going to have a hard time growing things. They don't have their own planet, so they have to find new and interesting ways to survive, you know. And and then, you know, it, it's just, it's all very cool. Like, they've done a lot of really cool world building. I like that they have powers and things, mm -hmm. you know. I, I mean, that's my big thing. I'm, I'm really big into sci-fi as long as they've got powers, you know, Star Wars, The Force. Oh, yeah. Or, or you know, something like that, where they they do have some kind of mystical element. Uh, this one isn't necessarily mystical so much as it's an amplification of like psychic abilities or something along those lines. Um, but it's pretty cool. I mean, like I can make a whole bunch of people float in the air or create a shield barrier for me, or like, like force, force push, push someone. someone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still getting used to the ranges on it. I don't know if that improves in the second or third one. But like now, I'm like, did I hit the person? Can yeah, I hit them is. through a wall? Yeah, you know, like, do they have to be popped up? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how useful are these abilities? Oh yeah. Other than you know, the getting to people to float in the air, I I get that one. I can see them floating oh, in the air. Favorite. Cool. Because I always oh, yeah. play. I always I like the idea of just like, like I'm a dude with, with a gun. gun. Who's saving the galaxy? Like, I just think that's out of all, that's one of my favorite tropes. Is like, you know, the guy doesn't have magic. You know, he's just like, 
I'm, I'm determined. determined. I just I have, have my tools, tools and I'm skilled with them, and I get the job, job done, you know. But, but I, I always like, like having... Yeah, exactly. I always like having people in the party that can do that. Because it's just so satisfying to run up there with a shotgun, have one of your teammates make it just float in the air, and you just boom, 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 and then just move on with your life. It's great. It it is fun. It is fun. I I I I am enjoying it. I'm I'm getting used to the the inventory system made absolutely no sense to me. I remember the original the first time I was playing it, I was like, what is going because you oh, have yeah. to switch between the different characters and then you have like the thing that rotates around in the first mm -hmm. one and then and like, like then it shows you to look at weapons it was a separate system and if you want to look at armor it was a different screen i think they've changed it a little bit so now it you have like this rotating wheel mm -hmm. and so it has all the different types of weapons pistols shotguns you know and then it has like your biotic amps mm -hmm. i think is what they're called and then, and then, like all your different things. Then it has your armor, so you you rotate around, and then it'll tell you, okay, here is all the armor. And then it's like, okay, well, some of it only goes on Krogan, some of it will only go on humans, some of little, you know, blah blah blah. And then you added the extra complication in the original one, where only certain classes could use certain weapons, mm -hmm. and just. I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad they got rid of that. that. That's, That's the, the best, best yeah. part. There's, there's still, like, like obviously, obviously, like, there's, there's certain weapons that your class uses better. But yeah, like, well... You still it, it, can use... Not like originally Mass Effect 1, if you used a weapon that wasn't supposed to be by your class, it was basically unusable. Right. Like, if you tried to pick up a sniper rifle with a class that was supposed to use it, you couldn't, you couldn't, even, use the, you couldn't even use the scope. And there was no crosshair or anything. At least now you can at least snipe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and and... and... I mean, like, you get the other abilities based on the weapon, you know. I mean, they still have the class. The other thing that they changed is instead of going to 60, it goes to 30. Yes. Which, Which is huge because previously, if you wanted to hit 60, you had to play through the game, like, three times with your character brought over again. Right. And so what they wanted to do is make it so you could experience one playthrough. And if you did everything, you could feel what it was like to be as high level as you could. Right. Which, I, God, I love that. Because I would yeah. hit, I would try hard, and I think the highest I ever got was like 36 in one playthrough. Right. And then I'm like, God, and that was, I did everything. Well, and for those who did like the classic system, you can set it back to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But for me, who just, I just want to play through the games. I don't, I, I, I really, I mean, maybe, you know, depending on things, I might want to go back and grind through it. Honestly, I probably want to get through the first one as quickly as I can <laughs> so that I can get to the second and third ones. Because I, I, from what I remember, the first one was good. The story was good. Yeah, the story is really good. But the second and third one is where they locked in their mechanics. They locked in everything. And it, you know, it just... I'm, to to date, still to this day, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite video game ever created. And, and and see, so that's that's one of those things where I'm like, I want to hurry up and experience. Mm -hmm. I want to get the story, and I want to play through, and I want to get what's going on in the first one. But I'm really excited to play two and three, because that's where they, they locked in their mechanics. And they had, you know, they had refined everything. And 
So I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to play through it. I'm excited to get this first experience. I think we should talk again after. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm um, looking at, especially anyone who listens as well, like maybe in, I don't know, two, three, maybe three weeks, maybe a month. I don't know how to give time, but if you're someone who's playing this for the first time and you want to jump on for an episode, we just talk like Mass Effect oh, yeah. 1 and then wait you know, a few weeks and talk Mass Effect 2. Like, like we did... Um, with the Bare- Barely Destiny show, guys, this was like two, maybe three years ago, even. We tried yeah, to do you the guys Mass Effect Club right? thing, yeah. And that was people that we played through the game. Each of us have like played through five to ten times already. Right. So I think it would be really interesting to get a bunch of people who it's their first time playing and just feed and just listen. I think we thinking. should. Yeah. I, th- I think that that's a great idea. Um, I, I, I definitely think we should do, you know, in a month. Let's yeah. address one and talk about all the cool stuff, and then, and then you know, yeah, give me okay. some time because Let's I don't do have that much. If you're listening to the show right now, and it's, it's your first time playing, playing through Mass Effect, Effect, hit us up if you want to be on the show. show. We're going to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, anything else on that for you, brother? I think I think that's it for me. I'll, you know, uh, to take a. To take a small tangent, I won't take too long. Yeah. I also, I also, speaking of remastered games, um, for whatever reason, I got a wild hair today, and so I picked up uh, Mafia. Oh, the shit. remastered edition of the first Mafia today. Really? How was that? Really good. Oh. Really good. I I have enjoyed it. It's very linear. Um, like you kind of have an open world, but it's set in chapters and segments. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it looks, first of all, it looks amazing. That like, first Mafia game was so, so much fun. And I think like they have like some ray tracing and stuff like that. Cause as I'm driving around, like the top of the car is shiny and I, it, the reflection changes as I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it looks really good. The facial expressions, the way they emote, Oh, it's a beautiful game. The gameplay is solid. The race car, like, it's challenging. Like, I'm playing on normal, and I'm dying a lot. Well, um, I mean, you suck. There's that. I, I don't, I mean, like, I play, I, like, I'm average. I'm no, not going to say I'm I'm great, but I'm, I, you know, I'm average. And I'm like, this is really hard. Like, I remember the first mission that you do where you actually have to go and, like, f- like fight people. Because one of the guys gets captured and they're beating him up in a back room. And so you kind of have to, like, sneak into the room. But eventually you get to this room that has, like, three guys in it. And I was like, how the heck do I kill these guys? Because they were just killing me over and over and over again. And I was like, what is going on? And finally, I found a shotgun in one of the upper rooms, and I was like, oh, cool. Boom, boom, boom. You're dead. Yeah, <laughs> Moving on. Get, get off my plane. And then, uh, the so, the notorious uh, race car level mm-hmm. chapter, mm-hmm. where you have to drive a flipping race car, it is still difficult. Oh, I believe it, dude. Like, was... I was... I gave, I gave up, up on that mission, mission or that, that, that chapter, like, like, three or four times, times I think. I, I had to, I had to, I played through, I, I, so, I mean, the whole race is probably, I mean, the race is super long. Yeah. I feel like it's like 10 minutes and I'd get close to getting on the end and I'd spin out like on the last lap and I'm like, 
f so <laughs> so i'd I'd have to start it again and i i mean i probably did that for like a solid hour and a half two hours where i was just like restart restart here, here we, we go, go again, again. Because it would always be, it was inevitably on the last lap where I would, I wouldn't make the turn right or I would try and overcorrect and I would spin just enough to where it would be like, like the last turn. Oh, every time. Like, For the second last, last turn. Because they're so close behind you and you're like, Fuck. so you have you to could, play it. Even if you did, did things perfect, they were still directly on you the entire time. Yes. Like any other yes. racing game or level, like, if you do everything perfect, you can smoothly be ahead of everybody. Yep. Yeah, so anyway. If you if you haven't tried it, it's worth trying. I mean it's like forty bucks. So it's not the price of a full price game. That's not bad at all. Um and uh it's it's solid. I mean, at least on the PS five. Um beautiful. I mean it, it, it it's a gorgeous game. Like they just they remastered it so lovingly. Two thousand two. Yeah, I mean this is an eighteen-year-old game. Yeah, that's insane. I'm pretty sure they basically built it from the ground up. I I don't know how much would translate over now. God, it's It's still still like that. Yeah, that that game game was literally game-changing in back in the day. It still, still looks, looks decent when you look at like, like obviously it's a 2002 game, but like the car models still look really good. Yeah, that, but you would have to see in game now because I'm it looking at screenshots now. It's, that, it looks beautiful, that's gorgeous. It is beautiful. I'm also, one of the coolest things that I love is I do not have to look at the mini map because it'll. And I didn't even notice what it was doing. It'll show you little signposts It'll appear and then disappear. Mm-hmm. So as you're driving around, you don't have to look at the minimap. You can just keep looking at the road and it'll say, oh, you're going to turn here. Or you're going to keep going straight at this intersection. It is so cool because it, and it's not it's not intrusive because it, it's just like a little cool thing that fits in because they show up on like the intersection oh yeah and i thought they were just naturally there letting you know the flow of traffic but it's a directional compass to show you where you need to go and it was like oh that's so cool that's so good is the like uh remember like the speedometer would be like half a screen it was so big in the corner when you're in a car is it still like that okay it's little dude that was it was, it was huge. It was seriously like half the screen back in the day. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It, well, it's much smaller because now you can actually see the numbers. Yeah. You know. I guess, I guess that's true. There wasn't a. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, that makes, makes sense, sense actually. In, in 2002. 2002. I, I mean, have you ever tried to go back and play on like a TV from that time period? It's and tough. you're like, how did I see anything? <laughs> how did I, how did I, I do? I played, played split screen on this TV. TV. There's, There's no way. way. Like and it's like it's like if you've ever gone back to play like GoldenEye, oh, yeah. and you're like, how was I able to differentiate what this polygon was? Yeah. From this, I mean, this is this is a door and this is a person, but There's they no look way. almost the exact same. Yeah, I used <laughs> to brag about how good I was at sniping in those games back in the day. You know, and I, like I think it was three years ago. 
me and my, my cousins, cousins that used to play all this together, and we're like, let's do yeah. this again. And we sat down, played everything in, and we all went, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, oh, dude, it was, it was so bad. The controls are so slow, the delay. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. And, and the tracking as you're, like, moving around and... Oh yeah, no, it, it was awful. But but you had brought up a good point earlier, where you were like, "It looks as good as you remember it looking when you were playing it at the time." Yeah, yeah exactly. Because because you look back and you go, "Man, that was such a cool game. It was so pretty." And you go back and you play some of these games, and you're like, "What the?" Heck? The worst is Final Fantasy VII. Every, Every time I go back, back to play that, and I'm like. This, this is what this looks, looks like when you're running around. Yeah. Like obviously, obviously when you're in the, the turn-based turn combat, combat, like it still it still looks pretty good. But I remember there was a does sequence. It, does it still look no, pretty good? No, it still does look pretty good. good. Um, but there was a sequence where you were pretending to be a Shiva soldier, and you were the yeah. in the blue uniform. And I remember being like back in the day when I was playing it when I was a kid, you know. My like, God, this looks so cool. I would almost never do that, finish that level because I wanted to stay in that uniform all the time. And you go back and look now, I'm like, it's three blue circles with a with a black triangle in the middle. That's all it is. And I thought it was the coolest looking uniform in the world back in the day. Yeah. I go like, what is wrong? Your 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 imagination filled in so many gaps. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and. It, it's 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 insane because now we have games like Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh yeah, where the, the horse's balls, you know, retracted. It's cold. I I mean, and it just it looks so pretty. It looks real. It, it looks, looks good. better than real life. And and I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, because then I'm like, oh well, this is the prettiest game I've ever played. And then Demon Souls comes out, and I'm oh, like, yeah. this is crazy. Like and then and then you look back at like the original Demon Souls or even Dark Souls. Like I went back to go and play Dark Souls a little bit ago, and I was like, "This was because in my head it's like such a gorgeous game. It still is in it a still lot of ways." Good, yeah. But but also you go back and you go, "Wow, this is like old." Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you, you look, look at like. like you know, I was talking about Final Fantasy VII, where it was three blue circles with a black triangle in the middle, and now you have every individual strand of hair mm-hmm. is rendered and will move in real time if the wind picks up. You're like, yeah, what? Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it, it and it's really cool. Like we just we got to live in a really cool time. Yeah, yeah. agree. You know, to, we to see. see both ends of it. Y- and I mean, because really, I mean, the 90s, we came in TVs. I mean, they weren't new, but they were relatively yeah. new. I mean, cable was pretty a pretty new thing. I mean, in the 80s, you didn't even have cable. Oh, yeah. And that's you know, why we, that's why my parents were, like, so into letting us game. Because we never had, we never had cable growing up, ever. So, well, like, yeah. We couldn't, couldn't just watch TV unless you mm-hmm. stood like a ballerina in the corner for 10 minutes until the bunny ears got yeah. you know, straight just right, you know? But, like, that was that was what we had to do for entertainment. We didn't watch TV all day. But we look back at that and we go, oh, man, that was so cool looking. And then it's the nostalgia factor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you go back and you, you know, you watch one of those movies or you play one of those games or, you know, whatever. And you're like, Wow. 
things have changed so dramatically. Mm-hmm. And then and then you you begin to understand, you know, when you when you go and you talk to your grandparents and they're like, "Back in my day," and you're like, "Yeah, when there was no TV." Mm-hmm. When you guys used to sit around the radio, you know, and 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 just in the last 50 years, you know, where where it's transitioned to the information age, you know, where everything is boom right here. I mean, the old iPhone. Oh right? yeah. You know, where where nothing was formatted to be able to be seen mobily. Like no websites, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then now everything is formatted to a mobile website. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And 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 games and the entertainment that we see and the graphics and the beauty. I mean, the the real art that goes into it. I mean, not to say that there wasn't before, but you're able to realize that vision yeah. that people had. It's, it's, it's an, an art form now, where there's yeah. you know credits for video games are three times as long as a movie credit list because there's so yeah. many you know the writing and the visual. The big like, and then you have the exact same crews doing motion capture for Marvel that are doing it for you know Red Dead Redemption or something, you know. And they're yeah. it's really because I've been watching this um, uh, Corridor Digital on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They've been around forever. They used to make a bunch of, of incredible short movies, um, and their thing now is mostly like because they made themselves into an actual editing company that like gets hired out by different movie productions to like work yeah. on small parts. You know, like if you look at like um Endgame for Avenger, you know, Avengers Endgame, like different yeah. parts of that movie were edited by different studios. So like mm-hmm. they I think they did like the gauntlet for Thanos or you know, like something or other, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's always outsourced. Yeah, exactly. You know, and everybody has their own individual thing. But the thing they do a lot of now is they'll bring like stuntmen on to react to different stunts, um, past and present, like good, bad stunts, or like um, different rendering artists. Oh, yeah, 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 stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, the, where they have the expert looking at something that's being depicted in yeah, the film. Yeah, yeah. I've watched a lot of those yeah. too. On YouTube. So one yeah. my one something super cool is they'll have a uh, like a legit. Um, um, Stunt, stuntman, right? Mm-hmm. On there, and they'll do movie scenes, and he'll, you know, he'll say he knows exactly who did that stunt or something. Or they'll look at like recently, I can't remember his name, but he was the he was the official stuntman for uh, Anthony Mackie in like all all the Avengers movies in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like he did all the stunt work for that. Oh yeah, yeah. But he also did a ton of video game motion capture. And oh, so yeah. some of the scenes they showed were, like, really cool. And some of his favorite things were, like, oh, yeah, we had the same crew. Like, they'd finish doing stuff for Falcon Winter Soldier and, like, come into the same studio the next day and do motion capture for a video game. And it was just as intense and the exact same group of people there. And you're, like, it's just nuts to see that side by side. Well, and, I mean, that's 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 kind of the cool thing, right? Because the, the stuntmen, they're able to... Um, do double duty. I mean, like that's their full time job is doing stunts and then being able to do it for a game too. I remember, I remember watching or I remember reading an article in Game Informer that was talking about L.A. Noir. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it and it was one of the first it wasn't it, it, they had invented like a new technology for it where it was supposed to like scan the person's face mm-hmm. and then so that they could emote because that game is all about reading people and determining and if they're lying or if they're yeah. telling the truth or and and I remember thinking this is the coolest thing. and now that's commonplace. Oh yeah. That's all like, news. Yeah, that that's that's how they capture people's faces, and I mean, like you look at, for instance, Jedi. You know, um, what is it? Is it Jedi Knight? It's Jedi Fallen Order. Order. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, the the amount of energy that they put into the emotions and the movements and and all of this. It's so good. A Red Dead. Oh yeah. I, I I you know I mean we talk about the God of War. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. You know these these AAA titles were, you know, it, and it really goes back to the art. This this realism, you know, and this ties back to the remastered thing because now we have this technology. We have this. It's progressed so far. I you know I feel like they are churning out some of these remasters. You know, I mean, just to get a quick cash grab, but especially with like Mass Effect, I mean, they put a lot of work into it. Like it wasn't just like they went, boom, OK, we're sticking it in here. I mean, kind of like I hate to say it, but Kingdoms of Amalur, um, oh, yeah. which I was super excited about. I love that game, but it doesn't look much better than it did. Gameplay really isn't any different, as far as I'm aware. With this one, they went back, they retouched it, they reloved it, so that it was more like what you remember playing. And I think that that, if you can capture that in a remaster, I'm more than happy to buy it. Mafia, yeah. oh, Mafia, yeah. they did they did a great job. It looks beautiful. I mean, I never played the original, but dang, I mean, I am enjoying the game just to play it. Um. And 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 so it goes. Anyway, it goes back to that remastered thing because we have come a long way. You know, even just looking back in our thirty years, and and some of those games that we played, and we were like, "Oh, this is the coolest thing." The thing. Nothing will ever get better than this game. We yeah, have reached then, the pinnacle of game development. And then and then you come over now, and we have things like Spider Man, where you're actually swinging through New York City. Um, and you're moving, and the movement is captured so well. You actually feel like Spider-Man. I mean, those games capture that in essence, but now we're able to see it. Mm-hmm. It's not just our imagination filling in the gaps. It's the, the gaps, gaps are filled, filled by gameplay. gameplay. Yeah, the gaps are filled by gameplay. Dude, absolutely. Oh my god, absolutely. And you're, you know, so you're talking about earlier, like how we've had, we've been able to experience both ends, but it's like at the same time. We also, we, you know, we got to experience like, oh, remember that game way back in the day? We played that and, you know, the new stuff. But also, you know, we had that where you had to be outside playing all the time. So it's yeah. cool to like, I can talk to, you know, people my age who've had the same, you know, we play outside the same way or play the same video games. I can talk to older people who only mm-hmm. play, you know, like, well, you guys don't know what you do. Well, actually, I, did. I played a lot of the same games you did outside. You know, we'd go... You know, play sticks, go bike riding, go hiking, get, you know, jump into, I can't remember what his name is, 
but there's this farmer that it's all torn down and it's a neighborhood here now, but we used to go run through his fields and he threatened to shoot us all the time. Like I had those experiences, but also I have all the retro gaming stuff too. It's like, it's so cool to be in that age bracket. We are where we get both sides of that, you know? As, as much crap as the millennial generation gets, we are a great intermediary gap. Yeah, well, that's a really good between, way Between those who went before and those who will come after. Because we, we understand both sides. Well, well, we do. I mean, you know, we have, you know, we had a lot of the technology, but we also didn't have nearly as much. But we grew up with that technology. I mean, it didn't come 60 years later. It came when we were still learning. Yeah. Um, and and so, it. I mean, you know, those who come after, obviously, I mean, you know, I, I hear two-year-old kids are picking up an iPad and oh, yeah. no, my son, going to town. You know, luckily it's not one of those, like, yeah, my son knows how to work a phone better than I do. But because I, I grew up with that technology, I understand it too. Right. But yeah. They just, it's just part of their day to day life now, you know, where we didn't, we had technology advanced so fast for us as kids that like we were constantly having to learn the new thing. We're like, right. we're still advancing quickly, but the premise of what the item is stays the same. Like if you pick up an iPhone from 10 years ago, you're still going to understand it still works basically the same way as an iPhone does today. You just have right. more tools in your iPhone. Whereas from like, you know, 1995 to 2005, none of that is really the same because it just advanced and changed so quickly. We went from, you know, the, the cell phone, you know, brick phone to the flip phone, like, you know, the razor back in high school that was like the thing to have. And, like, and I were talking about this the other yeah. day. And they broke after nothing, two months. Yeah. And nothing like that exists. Well, I mean, those phones still exist, but like, that's, yeah, I'd give that to Izzy and go, hey, text someone. She would never be able to do that. No, she'd be like, "There's only there's only ten buttons on here." Yes. Yeah. What do you mean? You look at yeah, from ninety five to two thousand five, technology advanced so quickly to where the last tier of it is so different from the next tier that yeah, we had to just learn to adjust to what the next thing was. Well, and we're click we're quickly approaching. You know, we went from um. And I mean, as our as our grandparents did, where they went from, you know, radio or you know whatever to to then TV. I mean, think of the gap that's happened, and then think about the gap that'll take place in the next oh, yeah. thirty years, where you know, I mean, we're already starting to see it see it with the automated cars and delivery services, and I mean, look at the Tesla that drives itself. Yeah, and. I, you know, recently, I mean, they had what GMC's pushing out electric cars. Mm -hmm. um, they've got their own platform that I don't know if you've seen that they've just kind of teased it where they're like, you know, here is our battery bed kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, as they're starting to move into the electric vehicle. Um, Ford is, uh, I think in the next couple of years, Ford's coming out with the first all electric pickup truck. Yeah. And uh, are they coming out before the Tesla? I think I don't think it's before that, but I don't think pushing. the Tesla is a pickup truck. No, the, pick, the Tesla is like a. Uh, you know, like when you sharpen a, a pencil and then it looks like a silver? warthog. It looks like a it warthog. Even, it looks like. Um, it looks like it looks like fan art from a five-year-old warthog. It's, it's really bad. Thing. Yeah, like it's just ugly. But you know, the Ford one is going to be a regular-looking pickup truck. 
but, but it's, it's all electric, electric and that's insane. And they're already starting to send civilians into space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a thing already, too. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, this is, I think we've gotten a little far afield from our original discussion topic of uh, Mass Effect, although maybe not so much because yeah, sci fi. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's cool. You know, even just just to see how things will change in the next ten years. Yeah. You know, uh, the 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 drones like that's one of my dream things to get is a uh, you know one of those because um, now they they're selling them in Best Buy where they're like the racing drone. Mm-hmm. Because I've always wanted to be able to fly. Oh yeah, you put put, put the, the goggles, goggles on and you're yeah. in the drone and you go. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean. And there's leads for that. Yeah, it's super cool, man. But it's I'm like, excited. You know, back to what we were saying just real quick. It was like we had there's a technology gap there. Well, not gap, but technology fill where it was all technology moving forward in necessity. And I think we've gotten to a point now where you know most of it's streamlined and works about the same. Just more and more stuff gets added to it. But now we're in a series where it's like it's more technological advancements for fun. It's more like Oh, sure. We're stuff that we wish existed from sci-fi. We're like, all right, well, I guess we're comfortable now as a society that we can just make that happen. Well, yeah. So the innovation that took place out of necessity. That, that's a way better way to put it than I said. Wow. And now now we're starting to see innovation, innovation towards entertainment. You're so much smarter than I am. Oh, no, 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 no. That was so much better than... than yeah, we had a section where it was it was uh, stuff being made to make life better. Yeah, no, what you said sounded way, way nicer. It was just your thought. I just reskinned it. Okay, that makes sense. And I had the privilege of hearing it first and then being like, oh, okay, well, now I can, you know. So if nice. I had said it, then you would have done the same thing. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I'm like, yeah, those words were good. Good words, Russ. Good words, Russ. <laughs> Um, this guy, guy yes. This guy, yes. This guy, yes. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Con- t-shirt, t-shirt. <laughs> there was something else that you wanted to talk about. What was it? Oh, well, before, before, yeah, before we got here, I just wanted to thank everyone who was uh, part of this last Warzone tournament. Yes. It was the, uh, our 12th Warzone tournament, so we've been yeah. a year of these. Yeah. Um, and so for our 12th one, we did it for charity. Uh, Charity Water, which, you know, they're they're working on bringing um, not just clean water to the world, but the resources to get it themselves, teach the locals how to get it themselves, give them the tools to do it, and then continuously check in. Whereas a lot of, you know, water charities will, like, just give them a supply, and then once it's done, they're like, well, we did our thing and had our photo op, you know, bye. You know, they'll actually, they'll bring the tools to the local area, show them how to get it, give them the tools, train them on the tools, and continuously resupply, which is awesome. Um, so we raised money for them. We raised $1,575 in two hours, which is insane. Wow. Yeah. Uh, at, you know, at our level, uh, just absolutely blown away by the kindness and generosity of everybody. Um, the tournament was also very great, but... At uh, $500, we had a thing where Sunboat, who was my co-host for these tournaments, yeah. Yeah. Uh, showed up. So I don't know if you know, if you, you, know, you don't do a lot of Twitch, I know. But the meta 
for the just chatting section has been hot girls wearing bikinis sitting in hot tubs. Yes. And they, and they get, get away with it, right? Um, yeah. Because that's fun. So, so, so Bode revealed at $500, he changed his camera, and he had set up like this little unicorn kiddie pool in his office that was filled with water. And so he went socks and all, fully clothed. We wear like shirt and tie. He yes. Slacks on socks on shirt tie, stepped into his pool, sat down and did the rest of the broadcast sitting in that kiddie pool. With his arms around the unicorn's neck. It was amazing. Um, but the thing is, Russ, is What's he, the thing? he filled it up with hose water and then hadn't warmed it up. So he was sitting in like freezing cold water, fully clothed for like an hour. Oh, yeah, half. if you keep it at 72 degrees like a normal person. Yeah. So basically, by the end of the night, you know, he's like, that was fucked ton of fun thank you all and he's like turning blue and we're like trying to end it so you can like not die live on screen right but so then at a thousand dollars he fully submerged himself in the pool which didn't work very well at first because it's a key pool and he's a fully grown adult so he went he tried to he tried to dive backwards into it which then caused a wave to go out the back of it, of water, into his office. I'm like, oh, good luck with that. So then he had to, like, roll in a circle in this pool. So now he's drenched from head to toe, you know, just soaking wet. Um, and then we had, and that was, we had a crazy goal of 1,000, and we passed that super fast. Yeah. Um, so then we said to 1,500, when people reached that, I filmed it, went on Twitter and everything, is I went fully clothed, Turned on the shower and took a shower fully clothed. Um, and then came back to the broadcast. Much smarter idea. Much smarter, Then it yeah. can be warm water. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I just turned the water on and jumped in there. So it was cold for me, too. But so I get back, you know, so we do the rest of the... And it was like towards the end. So we did the last like 20 minutes where we're both soaking wet. Right. Um, and I'm sitting there like five minutes into it. And I'm like, dude, I'm freezing cold for five minutes. And I hate myself. You've been doing this for an hour and a half. Yeah, you. That's, that's dedication. dedication. So, so huge shout out to Sumbo for suffering through that. The clips are amazing. <laughs> I'll post those. I'll post those on JSC something in the yes, Discord or something too. But those are all over my Twitter and everything. So good. God, he was such a trooper. It just, just felt like I knew he was going to go into the pool, and for some reason, the thing that bothered me was he had socks on. Because the worst feeling in the world is wet socks to me. And, and I was like, oh, this is so funny. And the second I saw his socks on, I went, no. It's not <laughs> funny anymore. No, not, not funny anymore. But, yeah, he shot everyone that participated in that tournament, came out, supported for charity. It was so much fun to do this for charity. Um, and you know, raise way more money than we thought we were going to at our size, you know, so. Yeah, super cool. That's awesome. I mean, that's a super huge goal. I'm so proud of you, dude. Thank you. You're just such a great guy. And I I am just, I'm so proud that you're my friend. And Thanks, man. I love you. I love you too, and dude. Everybody else should show you all the love in the world because you're, you're seriously one of the sweetest, most caring guys ever. And you just, you've just, you've, you've helped foster a wonderful community Thank you, that man. I am proud to be part of. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, man. I love you, dude. I love you too. That was, that was real nice. nice. 
And I love all of you guys out there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you guys are wonderful. But yeah, it's just, you know, we've, we've done, done between, between Apex and Wars on us. It's just crazy. crazy. Anyone would like, mm-hmm. I'm like a year of these now. I've hosted 32 tournaments. Yeah. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's pretty it's cool. It's crazy to look at, dude. Yeah. yeah. So one day, one day, you'll be Ninja making $5 million in a month. I'll, I'll take, take I'll take, take the, the five million, million a month. month. I, I will, will pass, pass on being ninja. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a much better community than he does, so I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't pay, pay a lot of attention, but it's just I don't know. you know, I'd, it'd be cool to make, make a shit ton of money gaming, right? But sure. that's a lot of uh, fame and attention on that guy, you know. And you know, I would, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people shit on the guy, you know, and it's like, he blew up really quickly when all this blew up. And like, to go from being in, you know, your, I think like, they were first married or something, him and his wife, and they were in like this little town home in his little basement, and suddenly everything blew up, and before you know, he's been, you know, he's got a book, he's been on Jimmy Fallon twice, he was on The Mass Singer, like. I see, I didn't even know all that. Yeah. yeah. And see, look at, like, I just see him pop up every once in a while. You know, like, he's, oh, I, I mean, he was at uh, you know most infamously, you know, the New Year's Eve New York ball drop a couple years ago. We tried to get every floss dance, and no one did it with them. It was super weird. But, um, but like, I don't want that, man. Like, like being able to support my family doing this would be super cool. But I don't want to yeah. be a celebrity doing this, like. It's just everything that guy does is under a microscope, and you know, oh, yeah, you know, you know love him or hate him, like that's a lot to put on a guy that young. You yeah, know? sure, it's crazy. Well, you're my favorite celebrity. Thanks, Thanks man. man. Oh, I'd, I'd be, be way, way better to be found. He was. So. <laughs> Could you imagine? I just, I like. I, sometimes I think about that stuff. I was watching. I was actually watching. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a show on Netflix called The Circle. I've not. I've heard of it. Okay. Um, so the premise of the show is you have a bunch of people. They're all in individual apartments, and over the course of several days, they vote who to block and who to keep, specifically based on a profile, like a Facebook profile kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the people on there is posing as Lance Bass from NSYNC. Um, It's his personal assistant that's posing as him, so she knows him super well. But there was this one girl who's like, I'm pretty sure this is a catfish. I'm going to test him. And she was like, yeah, I saw you at a concert 20 years ago, and you were wearing this particular thing. And she was like, I will absolutely know if he's lying because that's not what he was wearing. And I'm like, girl, I don't remember what I wore no. yesterday. No, what makes you think that, that he remembers what he wore 20 years ago? I, I mean, because to you, you met a star. Mm-hmm. To him, it was another day. That's it's funny. funny. We, yeah. um, uh, another, another quick, quick plug, plug, I guess, is, uh, on the same feed, uh, Evil J twenty seven eighty nine started a podcast. It's going over here. Hashtag J fingers buttholes. J fingers buttholes. Where um, we watch 
we watch, watch different, different game movies, you know, and critique and talk about them. Sure. And the, so the first episode was the Mortal Kombat movie from 94. Or not oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat, sorry, Street, Street Fighter. The Street Fighter movie from 94. Oh, even better. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which honestly, you know, those episodes it's live. But um, I hated that movie when I watched it as a kid, and I actually really enjoyed it this time. It was weird. But, it, it's super cheesy. It's it's good cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like watching the Mortal Kombat movie. It's oh, yeah. terrible, but, but entertaining. But you know, M. Bison has a really good. Um, Chun Li is, is in his his, his private quarters and giving this big speech about you know how he came to her village and murdered everyone, killed her dad, and all those horrible things. You know, and that's why she wants to kill him. You know, and he had just like you said, he had this great line where he's like, "For you, when M. Bison." came through oh, the village. Yeah. It was the most important day of your life. For me, it was just another Tuesday. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, it's, it's that same... You go, it, it is. You're a star at that level, and you, like interviews, public appearances, concerts, whatever you're doing, you know, whether you're a singer or an actor, public appearances, you do so many. People don't understand how many of these things these guys do, and gals, every day, every week, every month, every year. You're not going to remember what you said in an interview 15 years ago, but people who study you are going to. And that's another reason I don't want to be a celebrity, because that sucks. I don't want people knowing stuff I wore 10 years ago. I don't remember what I had for breakfast three days ago. And then they get offended that you don't remember. Things that you wore 10 years ago. Yeah, it's like, you know, someone comes to you like, hey, you signed my notebook eight years ago, and if you don't remember them, they're offended for life. Right. Did you ever watch The Big Bang Theory? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. When Sheldon is mad at Will Wheaton because he didn't show up to a convention that he rode eight hours on a bus for. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like... <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's it's funny because people, they do. They get they get so offended. I, this is... Wow. This is another weird, weird tangent. Yeah, this is something we never talked about. It's weird, but... But it, but it, it, it is. It, it's so funny because it, it clicked in me because at first I was like, oh, yeah, well, why wouldn't he remember? And then I'm like, duh. Because he probably did 10 shows that week. Exactly. Each in a different city. I wouldn't remember what was going on either. I mean, you know, it's like it's like if somebody came up to you and they went, oh, yeah, you remember that piece of mail that you delivered last oh, Tuesday? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll get back, back to the, the office, and they'll ask me about a package. They'll be like, hey, uh, you know, someone called about this package was supposedly delivered. You know, and they'll say something. It was just three weeks ago. And you're like, I've delivered probably 3,000 packages since then. How am I going to remember that? Did they ever just give you, like, the address? And they're like, oh, yeah, you delivered it to this address. And you're like, what the... do you... What do you mean? So. You, I, yeah, I, okay, sure. I delivered it to that address, but well, I the mean, worst you is like, know, if it was an apartment, like that's, I guess that's the best side by side for a mailman, right? Is, is delivering to an apartment complex where you're standing in one spot and you deliver to like eight hundred people. Oh, sure. If you're a celebrity, you're standing in the middle of eight hundred people who want your address. Yeah, you're not going to remember. eight hundred people, and that's the one person. And that's if I delivered a different complex every day for twelve years. Yeah, I wouldn't remember any of that. And that's what these people do. And yeah, yeah. and you're right. People go, they'll drive 15 hours to meet a celebrity who mm-hmm. has flown in on a private jet and they're there for, they woke up across the country, mm-hmm. had breakfast, got on a plane, landed there, did the public appearance, got back on the jet, went to a different part of the country for another appearance, and they probably wound up in five different parts of the country that same day 
where, where you drove 15 hours for that one moment. Like, to expect them to remember that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And and it's funny because, you you, you, you know, I can understand it from from the the non celebrities perspective too because you're like i this is i love you yeah like, i put you're, so much effort, effort into this moment. moment but do you know how many people put that exact same amount of effort into the that exact left, same moment to your right and to the left of that person to the left of that person all had the exact same experience yeah next time you're standing in that 800 person line look to your left look to your right I mean, they're probably, you are not standing out. I was just, and just if you do stand you. out, it's probably really bad because yes. that means that you have done something very wrong. Yeah. Basically, what we're trying, trying to say, listeners, listeners you're not special. <laughs> you're very special to us. Yes. yes. But, but to, to that, that person, person, no, no. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a fun tangent. Well. I, 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 don't know. I, I don't know. It just, it was something I was thinking about today. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, well, real quick, I guess we do have a uh, another email uh, from Drafty. We do. Hey, it's not from Laz. No, no, because no. his last email uh, during our game show was so popular. I guess. Oh sure. Uh, so he's another email, and it just says, "Why are you sexy?" I don't know. Why are you sexy? Why are you sexy? What if we answered it for each other? Okay. Mostly because, because I can't, can't say nice things about myself. Oh, uh, sure. I mean, you might want to work on that. I probably, probably should. should. Yeah. Uh, I think you're sexy because of your beard. Okay. Um, your beard is very sexy. Also, you are one of the people that I enjoy talking to the most. Like, every time we have a conversation, like, I could just talk, like, hours just like and 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 we just you know it's it's one of those things that's like um you know it's like it's like after you've had chocolate like you've been on a diet Mm -hmm. you haven't had chocolate for a while and then you get to have chocolate and you're like oh my gosh it's just as good as i remember it being it's so good uh it's like that it's like that every time we have a conversation like every time we get to do this, I'm like, because sometimes there are days where I'm just like, I just, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but, but as soon as I get on here and we start talking, I mean, we've been talking for two hours. Yeah. You know, and it, and it, we and it doesn't we feel like it's been Yeah. And it, and it doesn't feel like it's been two hours. And you're very caring and you're very compassionate. And you are just one of the nicest people. You're a great dad. That's very sexy, too. You know, yeah, this, this wasn't, wasn't a good, good idea, idea after all. Ross, <laughs> 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 oh, like, I can just tell that you love your kids very, very much. They're, they're, they're very, very easy to love, love, which helps. You know, if, if, if they, they were assholes, it'd be a whole other story. <laughs> it helps that they're just really good. Well, you love me, and I'm an asshole. You know, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Maybe I'm pretty, pretty good. good. I don't know. Yeah. Do you what makes you sexy, Ross? What makes me sexy? First and foremost, that hair, dude. You yeah. have all, even when we were in school, you have nicer hair than anyone I've ever met in my life. Oh, but I don't know if that's volume, true. But no, that's, that's absolutely true. true. 
the, the volume, the sheen. You, you could, could do commercials, commercials for hair. I, I, I am, I am probably more proud of my hair than I should be. It, well, no, if I ever, be because it's that if, level. If I ever lost my hair, I would cry mm-hmm. for days. Dude, <laughs> I'd end up looking like Donald Trump. You know, I'd, I'd just get the two pairs. Just a little, yeah. Uh, a light AC turns on, and just peel it back and flap it away. Yeah, looks, looks like, like a Muppet, Muppet running away. away. Yeah, um, look like Beaker. <laughs> like, like we, we went. went we, we talked, talked about this a few weeks ago. We were just talking about our, our old experiences as teenagers, you know. We did that week hike. And your like, the end of that week with no shower, your hair was still in place, magnificent, and puffy. That's because I took showers. How? Rivers. Did, did you really, uh, did you really actually, shampoo actually, and condition your hair every day? No. Oh, okay, okay. I, probably every other day. It whenever, looked like you had we art, like, like a team of artists come with you and like set up a booth and then like do your hair every day. It just looked great every day. You wore a hat the whole time and your hair still looked amazing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I did. On, on a lot of the other trips, I would like go down to the river and do a quick, but I don't, I don't think I did on that one. Yeah. Anyway, your yeah. hair, right? Thanks. But also, you know, we've been friends for such a long time, and you're all you're always there for anyone who needs a moment at any time. Um, like your wife is absolutely incredible. She is right. She is. We absolutely could easily spend three hours talking about how amazing she is. Yes, and she's with you, Russ. Yeah, and yeah, and no, that's good. <laughs> all right, there's, there's not there's not a diss following that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that <laughs> is a set there for her goodness. She okay. didn't get tricked into being with you. You genuinely are a great person for her to be with. Because I, I, I don't know. I, if I, it wasn't I midnight, been, I could go on for three hours about how amazing you are. You're, you're always there for anyone who needs it. You know, you're going to be... A, you, my I know you're, you're going to be an absolutely incredible father. When it happens. Dude, I'm terrified. You should. That's that's a good sign. If you're not scared, you're not going to be a good dad. That's all there is to it. I don't. I I'm just. I'm scared of all the ways I'm going to mess up this kid. You, that, you just. You know. You legitimately make it up as you go, and it works itself out. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine because you're you. Brett, Brett, I'm just going to be texting you and just go, Brett, please, please help. <laughs> and then I'm going to go figure it out and block you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude, you, you have, you have such, you know, so much life experiences made you the person you are, and that's, you're going to be a great dad for that reason. You see the world in a special way, and that's going to be, those kids are very lucky to have you when they come to you. That's actually very sweet, and I do, I do really, really appreciate that. Of course, dude. I mean, I mean it. I'm not just saying it because, because Drafty asked a question. Uh, and I mean, it started it, but, but like, yeah, I, I meant it. it. It's, it's the truth, man. Drafty, you're sexy. Yeah. Because you have, I, I feel like every time we, you're very supportive. He yeah, is. I appreciate that. I appreciate your support. Your emails, 
your tweets. You're a cool guy. Yeah. And you're sexy too. Draft is for everybody. everybody. Draft is really, really good bone structure, structure too. Does he? Yeah. Like, I don't think I've seen him in person. He's, I, I have. He's 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 built very beautifully. And he's exactly as in person as you'd expect from just seeing him online. He's there for anybody who wants to support everybody, and it's it's really cool because now it's going to be super nice to you, Draft. You enjoy this. He yes. is in every circle you can imagine because of just who he is as a person. Everyone accepts him in because he's so supportive of everybody. You meet a new people. I mean, obviously mostly in Destiny, but like you join a new circle of people in Destiny, Drafty's probably already been there for over a year. You know, <laughs> he's, he's one of those people you join a Discord and you're like, oh, hey, Drafty, you know, like you're already here, you know. That's really cool because it, it says a lot about somebody who can breathe life into communities in that way yeah absolutely so you sexy why you sexy drafty yeah why you sexy oh, yeah, drafty. Drafty. Which, which means you, you have to email us again telling us why we're sexy because that's, that's how we've done, done this so. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we'll share on next week's podcast hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, well russell, russell episode 101 we're over we're over the 100 mark man jeez where can people find you? You can find me at... Uh, you can find me, of course, on Twitter at drjex725. You were doing so good. I thought you had it. You look so confident. I... Yes. Um, I do that a lot. Uh, drjex0725. That's J-E-X. Um, I believe Gator followed me recently. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, Gator. Um, if you follow me, I'll I'll follow you back. I'm I'm not choosy or picky. Um, I mostly do artwork and things like that. I'd show pictures, but you guys uh, can't see this anyway because it's not live. Um, and then uh, I am active uh, somewhat on Discord. I If you send me a message, I will reply back to it. It may not be that day. But I will reply back to it. He will see uh, it. And that's Jackal7250. Mostly active in, you know, D&D stuff. Um, because that's where my heart is. It's true. And, uh, yeah. That's it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Where can people find you, Venerable Alan Real, Real quick, quick though, I did see... I need, I need to send, send you the, the TikTok, TikTok, though. There's, There's this, this campaign, campaign I need to follow. Um... I think, I think it's, it's like, like the, the college humor guys are doing it. Uh, it keeps popping on my feed. I'm not sure. Uh, Dimension Twenty? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's the college humor guys do one that's called Dimension Twenty. Okay, okay it might be because I, I recognize a lot of people in in that group. Um, like, like Matthew Mercer was a guest on it at some point. Recently. Yes. Okay, okay, so does that. Have you been following that at all? Um, I some, like I watched the one the Matthew Mercer campaign. Um, because it was cool because it was an evil campaign. So they were all like minions of Sauron kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I would go back and watch that if you get a chance. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was a cool moment. And, and like, this, this guy, had, he was stuck in like the worst possible place where he was definitely going to die. But he uh-huh. had this ability where if he took like, because it was all like, I can't remember what kind of damage was going out, but it wasn't like physical or something. And, and and he had, had like, like the skill, skill where he took, like, 
he could, could have, have a reaction, reaction. if he took physical damage, we could teleport like 30 feet somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think it's a warlock ability. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Something. So, so after this turn, he's in the worst possible spot. Everyone seems like he's in some fog, surrounded by enemies. Everyone else is trying to get away. So he stabbed himself. He uses turn to stab himself in the gut. Which then was the physical damage, which teleported him away. And so everyone's all like, oh my god, you did it. You got out of the thing we thought you would be able to get away from. But then he had to use... He rolled really good damage and then had to put, like, sneak attack and everything on top of it and wound up killing himself doing it. So everyone's like, oh no, what have you done? It was such like a, oh my god, I did it. Oh no, I'm dead. Like, I got away from a death situation and then I killed myself. You know, I and that's that's one of the things that I liked about Dimension Twenty. The, at least the one that I saw was there are a lot of. I just I love D and D. I love the crazy situations that you can get into. That it's like it it, it you just it's beautiful. If you haven't played D and D or a tabletop RPG of any kind, yeah, I mean D and D isn't the only one. There are a lot of good ones out there. Pathfinder is a good one. Um, I'm I enjoyed playing one with your brother actually. Um, the Supernatural West. What's called? It's a Savage Lands. Oh, oh yeah, Savage Lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was really fun. Um, yeah, yeah my group. We uh, recently started uh, Carbon Twenty One Eighty Five. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I've seen Carbine Jungle. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was, was a Kickstarter thing. thing. I think last year it finally like came out the whole rule set and everything as an official uh-huh. thing. And it, it's it's super cyberpunky. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's been a ton of fun to get to that. Okay. So I you know, I like there's so many different styles, styles for what you want to play. You know. Yeah. And 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 just go out and play it. Get yeah, get some friends because it's 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 a lot of fun. Sorry, that was that was kind of another weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, also actually, actually just real quick, because we, we talk about go out and play a lot, but one of the easiest things if you go to roll twenty, there's legitimately a looking for group option where you can put it in that you've never played it, right? Uh huh. And it'll put you in a group of people that are like want to teach people how to play D and D. It's such it's such an easy thing to get into. Just do it. Well, and if you if you go to your local game shop, you know when things open back up, oh yeah, they're they're starting to mm-hmm. go to your local game shop. There's always people looking for books oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, they have, uh, especially for D and D, most local game shops they have the um, Adventure League, which is kind of a drop in, drop out kind of thing. You can you go in, you level up your character, you can keep that character, you move around. Um, yeah, go go play. Go try it out. It's fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, and, and especially like if you know if you really don't know where to start, you know, there's a lot of us that have horrible anxiety. Um, and you want to start somewhere comfortable, you know, we'd like to thank you for joining us for episode one hundred one. You could go to Twitter at JCCastling to our Twitter's way to get into the Discord. We can go to the D and D channel and tag me and Russell or someone and say, Hey, I just want to try it. We'll find a night that works and we'll just do yeah. it like maybe you're right now we don't have to do a one-off that takes hours like we can just do an encounter so you understand how mechanics work absolutely for an hour or something you know yeah. figure that out um go to justsomeguardians.com that's where we've got our youtube feed is there uh the twitch is linked there as well our audio feed for the podcast everything's right there check that out email us at gmail.com 
with, with if, if you have, have questions, questions go for it uh special things your writing wants to read that's how labs got started here go yeah. for it we'd love to hear all of it um is there anything else i see for us i think that's it well for me hey another one fun you can find me on twitter twitch as of this last week you can find me on youtube legitly youtube.com slash elmer fudd games i have my own url now what? Yeah, pretty exciting. Oh, there is a celebrity. In there. I know. You, you don't, don't have, have to search me there anymore. You just type it in instead of going to youtube.com slash cc4qb equals backspace 4wxy. Pretty excited about that. That is pretty exciting. All those places at Elmer Fudd Games. Russell. Dig us out. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for Mutual Chaos and Utter Incompetency. Hell yeah. Dude, Dude legit, I didn't think we were going to talk a lot tonight. I was like, like right, we'll cover Mass Effect, we'll cover the tournament, we'll probably have another tangent we'll go on. it be like an hour, maybe an hour, 15 minutes. That's what I was thinking too. We're at two hours and five minutes of recording time. I, 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 I love this. I, 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 I usually anticipate. I'm like, okay, yeah. Even if I think it's going to be an hour. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a game show. Game shows usually last about an hour. Yeah. And then and then every time we have a conversation, that's like two or three hours. It's, it's been fun. fun. Like, like, I, I went, went back, back and looked at some, like, episode links.